Welcome to the Bernie Kosar Show with the top dog, Hanford Dixon. We got a trio. <laughs> top dog. What's up? What's up? How we doing, guys? It's Super Bowl week. Well, I'm a little bit excited because I always get excited at this time of the year. Uh, obviously, not like my partner over here. Never had the opportunity to uh, play in one of these big games, but... Uh, I'm happy for him, though. I'm happy for him that he knows about that whole experience and uh, also uh, have some hardware to prove it. Yeah, I got, <laughs> I, I got chastised last, last week for digging in my yeah. pocket like I'm playing with myself over well, here. That's so. what I was wondering. I was like, what the hell is he doing over there? But I understand you was pulling out the hardware. I was pulling out the Super Bowl ring. So, yeah, that's a Super Bowl memories. Hard to believe it's um, almost 30 years ago that that happened. So we'll get into that today. And I'm, I'm fresh from the dental chair. So if I look like I'm chewing on my tongue today, I am. <laughs> is it still numb? It's a little numb right okay, now. Okay. Again, I say this a lot through the course of the year for any of the young football players and young mothers out there. Make your kids wear a mouthpiece when you play any of these contact sports. I was a stubborn youth, and now I'm paying for it without teeth. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Koski, this morning. Shout out to Dr. Koski. We also got Dave in studio. Big play, What's Dave. up, guys? How are we doing? Happy Super Bowl week. Hand for one, one day. Big our, play. Our Browns will make it. Big play. Let's hope so. I mean, it, but it doesn't look like it. Doesn't look <laughs> no, like it it's going to be anytime soon. I, I'm more fashion oriented here today. I did not <laughs> get the are. call. I did not get the call on the white sweater by the males today, Gab. You know, like. I had to compliment you on that. That's one of the way. Very, very. You know what? You look like you're. Uh, Miami-ish or something. Well, You've I, been, I don't uh, fashion, know. Uh, the fashion uh, city. Well, I want to show I'm a team player and a conformist, <laughs> and I should have the white sweater on to <laughs> fill out the trilogy here. Next okay? show. Next show. Next show. All right, okay. we are going to get into this. I think I rolled the wrong video to start, so I'm just going to roll our opening drive video once again. Nobody would have known, but Let's I'm going to call it, it out. All it. right, and then we'll get into our Super Bowl talk and actually a little bit of... Miles Garrett from yesterday. Stand by. <laughs> All right. So did we see the dislocated toe news from the uh, obstacle course, fellas, from Miles Garrett? Yes, we did. <laughs> and that's what he get for his goddamn toe being so damn big. You know, <laughs> I mean. He's the only one that go out there and dislocate a toe. I mean, come on, Miles. Well, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Health Guy here, uh, the Miles Garrett athleticism and push-off that he gets with his base there, that yeah. I'm, I'm sure that that toe is uh, as minor as that would seem, yeah. is something for a guy who has good power and a good first step. Um, it should not be an issue at not all. This is just overly being sensitive and if i was a general manager i would have an issue with this as an ex-player we're gonna bust his chops for it but that is something that you know we talked about it last week in a podcast if i was a general manager or a guy that was in charge of the team i would be nervous of some of those drills they did like it's one thing playing where he broke his toe but there was a couple other drills where the linemen were running through wooden walls 
like that, throwing uh, 45 and 90 pound weights around. I'm not sure that that's uh, that's that's the idea of what I want to watch on Sunday afternoon. You know what I think, though. I I think they're in a position where it's damn if you do and damn if you don't. Because and the reason why I say that because Bernie, you know, when we when the Pro Bowl came up, I mean, obviously we would play the game. We would have pads on, and it was uh, uh, pretty serious, and everybody was kind of uh, – It was uh, a damn serious it, game, though. It, 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 it was yeah. a game. And, yeah. and again, we're, yeah. we weren't right. We right. joked about it last week to the right. kids and parents out there. We held grudges off the field, <laughs> and there were vendettas <laughs> that you would want to take care of right. out of practice week. How stupid. Juvenilely dumb right. was that. Right. I mean, making guys run, hitting them, <laughs> extending them over the middle of the field. I mean, dumb stuff. That right? Were you legitimately were at risk of, of being hurt? And that's why I say the. I mean, the owners and the general managers. I think they would much rather see the guys go out and and do things like this uh, than to really go out there, put the pads on, and really play the game. But. Uh, Miles, I think he was the only one. You guys correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he was the only one that uh, pretty much uh, had an injury out there doing the whole uh, uh, process. But it it was just all in fun, though. The guys going out, yeah. like big kids, uh, just going out having a. I think have, he was yeah. he was probably in the wrong event because did you see him? I mean, look at all his mess. Yeah, yeah. He's flying over the wall right. and he's got to jump down and keep going. It's not what he usually does in the game. And yeah, and then they saw so, you to shimmy under that yeah. little board. Yeah. And stuff. What, what, what you're saying though, and I agree with, is probably it was probably an event for someone like mean like a defensive back or mm-hmm. a wide receiver or right. running back or somebody mm-hmm. like that. Not a quarterback. Or not, <laughs> I not know my defense, place. Not a defensive I, lineman or offensive lineman. Uh, or, uh, I know my place <laughs> in a food chain and it is not in that athletic type events. But you know what guys what you'll learn no, and Bernie I don't have to tell you this but what you will learn watching all the guys uh, throughout all the, all the events I don't care what they're doing. You'll see the competitive. You'll see the guys, uh, uh, the juices start to flow, and, and they want to do well. They want to beat whoever they're up against. I don't care if it's dodgeball or whatever yeah. it is. The guys want to show up, and they want to show out. I, I love that. Yeah, I did love the headshots and, yeah, and, yeah. and dodgeball and stuff. Again, another thing that youth and kids, you should not do like us. And But I said it on the show last week, and I'll, um, I'll say it again this week, and I chuckled as I'm watching it. Uh, a little bit yesterday, and as we we're here, is the other players though making fun of us? And God bless you, Marty. Yeah. But we got to play in our uh, one of our Pro Bowls <laughs> with Marty as our head coach, and he bra- he wanted to win about the players being competitive. The coaches wanted to win, and we practiced so damn hard. We were hitting in practice that that the other players were saying like, "Damn, control your coach, man." We had no control. You know, I'll say this before we end this whole thing. Did you see where? Uh, Tyreek Hill, uh, oh God, the, yeah, yeah, on the lateral, <laughs> yeah, did you, yeah. Did you see? That? No, yeah. that was serious. That was a, yeah. I mean, no pads on, and they're like, "The hell with this! I'm taking you out right now." Yeah, who was that who hit the hit? Was that Adams? It, it, it was a cor- who was the cornerback? I'll think of it in a minute. I can't remember too much anymore, Bertie. You know, I'm, 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 you, you we're know, on seven. You know how we are, you know? Yeah, that's CTE exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Hey, that's actually why I'm going out to the Super Bowl this week. I'm going to be going out um, doing some of the Radio Row stuff 
with Kyle Richardson and the NFL retired players, um, Dr. Royzen with the Cleveland Clinic. Uh, NFL uh, retired players are looking at some new programs, uh, Huddle for Health. So mm -hmm. we say and ingest. Uh, we've talked about it on the show, about us talking about some of the holistic stuff that's kind of helped myself out. But, man, some of us ex-players yeah. have gone through a lot, Absolutely. and it's good to s I'm looking forward to seeing what some of the other teams, some of the, uh, nationally, some of the other organizations are doing from a, a retired player's health perspective because we jest about it, um, joke about it. But that memory stuff is, is something that, fortunately, ours is just bad, and we're able to somewhat do the things like this. There's a lot of our brothers aren't even able to yeah. get themselves up to, to do something like this, let alone get in a plane to actually do a trip to go do a convention like this, to trying to aggregate some of the, some of the ideas and, and uh, protocols that are, that are working well for us. And then I'll say this, um, every time you turn around, I mean, you, you pick up the paper and you're reading, uh, one of us have, uh, uh, passed away, which is uh, just so sad. I mean, uh, but you know, it's life. And uh, but uh, but I think that's really really uh, great that you're going to go out there and you guys going to you're going to be with the doctors and you guys will bring some awareness to uh, some awareness and hopefully some get some protocols and some um, some concisement in terms of um, what our message is going to be and what's the exact protocols of of treatments that us guys could go to for real help because right now there's a lot of places that and a lot of situations where we don't even know where to turn let alone what to um what to do when we turn there all right you'll have to keep us updated on your trip let's take a look at super bowl so bernie you were with the cowboys super bowl team what does this week leading up to the super bowl look like for the players yeah i guess with any media? week i should be wearing like my super bowl <laughs> ring you know god it looks like i'm under the table now you know, a little stash going on here um you know what the super bowl week you, you talk about the excitement of it the preparation for it i was one in the last 40 years I think there's been maybe two or three Super Bowls where there was not a bye week in between. I played in one of the ones where it went from NFC or championship week to the next week was the Super Bowl. So wow. it happens so fast. Like, man, Troy Aikman gets hurt, gets knocked out. All of a sudden, damn, I'm in the game. <laughs> My uh, history left onto itself tends to recreate itself. So my past history of losing three AFC championship games before I knew to not make preparations for Super Bowl, okay, Ooh. until after that game. So I didn't make any plans and stuff, let alone did I not make plans to actually play and make a difference in the game. So, wow, it just hit so quick. So now it's Sunday night. You know, it's 8 o'clock at night. All of a sudden, you're in the locker room, and you know Jimmy Johnson's yelling, "How about them Cowboys?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, some damn excited. But all of a sudden, now Troy's hurt. You got to figure out, you know, are you even playing? And now, you know, you're going to be traveling a day or two later to um, um, down to Atlanta was where we had the Super Bowl. So you didn't get that that time to really enjoy the the effects of the championship win. And you definitely did not get a chance to kind of enjoy Super Bowl week.
But from a X's and O's standpoint, it was tough that week for uh, I did not like it from the football standpoint because, you know, I've talked at length through this show. I love having a bye week. When I get two weeks to come up with my X's and O's, my game plans, I could really nail down into what the other team is doing. So I didn't get a chance to do that. Didn't matter. We ended up winning. But I say that because the uh, what I really love with Andy Reid and with Patrick Mahomes is what he does in game plans. And now he has two weeks to come up with this game plan for Philadelphia. And right now, this Super Bowl week, now it's the culmination of, heck, it's early in the week. It's The game is six days away. But now they have an idea of what they're going to do, X's and O's wise, and now they're fine-tuning it. And I, I love kind of that part of the Super Bowl week where you're able now to really dive into. And I, so we joked last week, and I'm, I'm not pitching this to, to talk about the, the prop bets or typical and stuff, but when you have a couple weeks to really analyze stuff, you know, prop bets and, and just like segments of the game and play calling, all of that, you have real time to analyze it. And I, I enjoy that analytical part of it. And, and I think what it is, Gap, too, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, um, both teams are at the event right now. I think they go down on a Sunday, uh, give them time. But uh, the players have to really, uh, really, really be careful because the coaches have to have a firm grip on their football team. What I mean by that is, there's so much going on during Super Bowl. You're spot I mean, on, man. I mean, there's so much going on. I mean, you got family there, Bernie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's it's such a great point, not to over chime in on, on your awesome point, but Gab, to your point of what happened Super Bowl week. So all that's happening. We win. You have a million friends when this happens, yeah. when you win. So everybody wants Super Bowl tickets with the bullshit scam of yeah. oh i'm gonna pay you for them yeah. and none of them do <laughs> okay right. so now you've got a list of a, a thousand people that want stuff and rooms and just just see you and you want to prepare for the game and stuff so the it's imperative that your coach has an iron yeah. fist yeah. on you and prepares yeah. the young kids yeah. for what's in front of them because it's not the fans that are a problem. It's your friends and family, yeah. okay, from the first part. So what they do do Super Bowl week is, yeah, you'll go, and it's the free-for-all Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. You're you're getting besieged from your friends and family for, for all the, the stuff that you usually do for them and that. But then... You leave your hotel the night or two before the game. Like you'll actually go to the place. You'll stay with your family, but then you'll move and you'll leave them, say, 48 hours to 30, 24 hours before the game to really make sure, almost like double secret probation or security to keep them kind of tucked away. All right, let's preview a little bit now for this game. The quarterbacks, this game has two of the best quarterbacks in football. We can start with Mahomes, Hanford. What do the Eagles need to do to slow him down? Well, it's going to be tough. I, I mean, you, you, you're talking about you, – you hit it right on the head. You talk about two of the best uh, quarterbacks, but I think uh, you have the best uh, quarterback, I would say, uh, in the game today talking about Mahomes. And it's going to be tough because you're talking about a guy who's over 5,000 uh, yards passing. What is it? Four, uh, about 41, 41 touchdowns. Uh, 41 touchdowns. 12 uh, interceptions. 12 interceptions. I'm with 12 – is that six or 12? I can't hear it. Six Tw interceptions, I think it is. is that? No, I'm looking at hers. 12 interceptions. 
and uh, he's got almost 400 yards rushing, too. I mean, you talk about a guy that can pretty much do it all. I've never seen a guy, I mean, that have so many arm actions as far as throwing the football. And uh, he's going to be tough. I mean, he's going to be really, really tough. And also, when you look at it, he's got birdie hit on it. He's, he's got his uh, 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 his offensive coordinator, the enemy, is over there. He's going to also be uh, – Calling some plays, but also as head coach. Come on, guys. This is a man. I mean, he yeah, you give man. Andy Reid and, and a bonus I mean, week of pretty, game planning. Yeah, he has pretty much uh, uh, seen it all. But what gap, Bernie, big play. What you turn around and you look at it, though, if there's anyone that can handle Mahomes and his crew on offense, it's got to be on the opposite side. And this defense is tough. I mean, it is is tough. As far as sacking the quarterback, there's no one, Bernie, no one better than Philadelphia in the NFL as far as sacking the quarterback this year. I think they led the league with like 70 or over 70, uh, 70 sacks. Yep. And it's, I'll I tell you, I, this is a game that uh, I'm looking forward to seeing. Yeah, uh, you know uh, how, how, how you talk about Patrick Mahomes being able to do everything, which he absolutely can, and he added in at the end, you know, he's able to run in that yeah. too, which is his wheels are so amazing and, and legs and what he's able to ad-lib um, and create. The high ankle sprain was a, a big issue in the AFC Championship game. He did not use those legs up until when the game yeah. was on the line at the end, and he made that one geni genius uh, gutsy run to put him in field goal range. So um, seeing how his an ankle healed with the extra week, people are going to say, oh, it, it should have healed. It won't have healed completely and stuff. You know, does he does it um, get hit early um, again? But I because it's the last game, and you, you say you got the whole off season to heal. Um, I could see him attempting to run a little more than he did in the AFC Championship game, just because it's the last um, last game and stuff. And I love how with the the Eagles defense, though, knowing that knowing that he's limited, and with uh, that pass rush of trying to keep him in the pocket. I have a quick question for you real quick. Uh, were you surprised? I mean, obviously, what I mean by this, were you surprised uh, Tariq Hill, uh, gone? Uh, obviously, you have uh, Juju Smith, uh, Marquez, uh, Kelsey. He still have some uh, talented uh, guys over there. But were you surprised that with uh, Tariq Hill gone that he was still able to accomplish what he was able to accomplish this year? Well, I'm still chuckling at Tree Kill getting launched in the Pro Bowl game. Okay, so that is like a hidden, that is like taboo on that. Um, to say not surprised, it would be more to, to that answer, but it, all of us have to be somewhat surprised, even with the genius of Patrick Mahomes, with the genius of Andy mm -hmm. Reid, with the. Um, I didn't think, and it's not just because I'm a homer here with my love of the Kelseys, yeah. but tr whether we're from Cleveland or not, Travis Kelsey is the best tight end yes. in football, yes. and he was last year. Yes. And I did not think he could get exponentially better, but he did mm -hmm. since Trey uh, Hill left. So to see that complete dominance still, I don't think uh, myself could have expected it at this level. It's, it's damn impressive. And with Andy Reid, the way he's creating, and still Travis Kelsey getting so open in the middle of the field without Tariq Hill there, it's impressive, and it says a lot about all, all three of those guys. Ernie, I'll say this, Gab, before I go on. He just has a feel for the game, a feel for the game. 
not very fast, but I'm telling you, you can't cover him. I don't no. care who you are. No one seems no. to be able to cover the damn guy. No. Let's talk about the coaching because you were just talking about Andy Reid, but we do have an interesting matchup here. Nick Sirianni in his second year. Our Mount Union coach. guys. Um, yeah. 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 Why'd you have to call that out? John, go Blue Street. Yeah. <laughs> we've, been, we've been giving so much love to JC all year. I know. Here, well, we've know? got a lot of John Carroll alums in the NFL, oh, so, yes. you know, they're doing their thing. Andy Reid is in his 24th season, though. Wow. What do each of these guys do that makes them so good? Yeah, Andy Andy Reid's an anomaly, and I think so many of us offensive players, offensive coaches, um, um, aspire to be the Andy Reid head coach who was a youngster as a quarterback, then became a quarterback coach, an offensive coordinator, play caller, and now is a dominant head coach. That is a dominant play caller, and we talk about this in Cleveland. Should the head coach be calling plays? They talk about it in just about every city where the head coach calls plays, and just about in every city it is not done successfully, except Andy Reid consistently does it successfully. His ability to um, manage games and call plays at the right time is impeccable. There's no doubt he has the massive creativity with it. But I think his key to success is one of the things that almost that Bill Belichick and Nick Saban do from the defensive side of it at their respective schools. He also is a, a, a teaches detail and, and coaching assignments of how to run routes, yeah. why to, how do you how do you attack attack press coverage? How do you get the DBs to turn their hips? Why should the guys uh, the spacing be? Um, four to six yards on a flat and 16 to 18 yards on that comeback behind it. There's a scientific reason for that and then how he teaches guys how to, how to actually execute. You know what I think, too, and I find very, very interesting? I think Andy Reid is definitely in charge of the play calling, but I also think that uh, Ben Emmy is right there with him, and I think he's calling some of the plays. Obviously, if Andy Reid don't like it, he will override him. I think uh, what I think Bernie would yeah, be very – you know what I think would be very, very interesting? I would love to be on those headsets to listen – to those two guys, uh, how they communicate. Yeah, uh, on, you know what? That was, that, that was a really great yeah, point. Yeah. Year, and I would love to yeah, listen yeah. to that, too. <laughs> and as, as, as we were saying that, and to finish, Gab, you're asking, one of the things, too, that, uh, that plays off of Hanford's point yeah. is Andy Reid looks almost, he has that leadership and that, I don't want to say dictator uh, discipline uh, to him because he's, he has that player uh, relationship with him. But he also has that that ability to be egoless. Yeah. So, like, if the uh, OC Eric Bieniemy has a good play call, he's not uh, cocky enough. Oh no, it has no. to be my play. No. He'll love. No. Matter of fact, he probably no. wants yeah. the guys to yeah. to give him a better suggestion than and him. And that's and and you could tell that respect is there between him and his coaching staff because his coaching staff, you could tell, uh, understands and knows that he respects. Uh, each and every one of them, and they uh, they they can appreciate that. That's guy, but he would he would like you right now, Bernie. You know why? 
because he would love to draw that uh, mustache. Uh, 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 <laughs> I didn't shave till I was 28. I was drawing him in high school. Hey, okay, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, on hey, myself. Did you, did you guys? Did you guys see Bernie just then? He was like, "Where the hell is Hanford going yeah, with that?" Yeah, one? <laughs> I mustache you. Our next question. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> only Dave got that. Uh, so let's talk about the defense because you alluded to it a little bit. The old saying is defense wins championships. Which defense do you like better? Or do a little breakdown there. Ooh, you know what? I, when you look at it, obviously you got to say you like uh, Philadelphia's defense uh, because I think they're more um, uh, complete uh, defense. Obviously you got uh, Fletcher Cox, who has uh, just been good for so long, uh, uh, Darius Slay, uh, who's back there in that uh, secondary, uh, one of the corners. But this team, talking about the Philadelphia Eagles, they always seem to come up with the play. They always seem to uh, get to the quarterback, harass the quarterback, and that's what it's all about. But here lately, uh, Kansas City's defense have come up with a couple of stops when they needed to come yeah, up with, you the, know what? With, I, with a couple of stops. So in my, uh, so I absolutely yeah. concur yeah. on your expert analysis, yeah. and I'm not saying that to be a gratuitous yeah. suck yeah. up on Philly. I mean, you're you're nailing it on that, and I concur on the on the Kansas City piece. From an old quarterback, I would want to be playing against the Kansas City defense the way that uh, Spags calls defenses because he is playing, a, a, he does a lot of press coverage, does a lot of man coverage, and then he does that eight man up front man looking blitz that he runs to play cover two in. Mm -hmm. And he takes that safety from in the box and he runs his ass back to and tries to have him cover the deep half of the field. So he ends up being weak in run support and you have opportunities in the fades and middle of the field with the non with the uh, with the free releases that you get they there are openings in there but when they have chris jones oh, the man oh, dominating oh, oh. like he has been dominating and the last month tackle. of the year now that makes that kansas city defense <laughs> like a mess yeah. then because now as a qb I don't see all those guys running around because you got the monster, Chris Jones. And he was so disruptive yeah. in the in the last half of the season. And in the playoff game against Joe Burrow last week when you thought, hey, Cincinnati and, and the Bengals and Joe Burrow are going to lead him right down the field. And Chris Jones dominated that, that fourth quarter, really the whole game. And if he has one of those type games um, – um, against Philly this week, that can make it a mess for Jalen Hurts. Yeah. But again, now I'm just showing a little bit of my Cleveland Homer stuff. And I, I said on a show last week, that's why I like Jason Kelsey, though. Yeah. Debatably, man, that's the matchup yeah. of this game. Yeah. Jason Kelsey's gets, he gets Chris Jones, debatably, the, the one of the toughest assignments any human is going to hey, get. Bernie, you, you know you've been playing well when you, as a player, Chris Jones. <laughs> Have a prop bet to get two sacks in the Super Bowl. Wow. So you know he's playing well. That's going to be a good matchup. Well, you know what's yeah. going to be interesting, too, because when he's playing well, that frees up Gay and Dunlap. Uh, oh, when he, uh, yeah, if Chris Jones is playing well, it's a whole yeah. other Kansas City team. It's a whole other defense. I mean, it's. 
It's the center of the po- center of the field's a mess. God the- damn it, Gab! I got three plays in me now. You know, <laughs> I have one when we start the show. Now I have three in me. You know, yeah. get me fired up. Let's go. Let's see it, Hanford. What shoes did you wear today? Oh, he was. You were yelling. You were yelling a go bomb yeah, yeah, to get yeah. that kind of pressure. Chris, Chris Jones wasn't even born yet. We were yelling at his dad, yeah, Sean yeah, Jones. Yeah. Sean Jones is. Actually, Sean Jones is one of the reasons I was at the damn dentist yeah. this morning, man. He waxed my side of my face right here, man. And he could get away he, with it back then. He did do that, you man. Know, he could get away with that why today. Do I, yeah. Sean, why don't I like your son so much? Yeah. I should be vindictive. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's look a little bit more with our player bets because Dave brought it up a little bit. We'll get into our bets of the week and take a look at some of these numbers. Get ready to bet all season long with the show crew. Sunday's big game, Cavs, Blue Jackets, college basketball, and more. You can bet anywhere, but at Tipico, you'll get the best odds on your favorite Cleveland sports teams and players. You must be 21 years old, and if you've got a gambling problem, don't hesitate to call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, let's look at some bets, Dave. And you know this week we're going all Super Bowl. You know. (laughs) (laughs) Player prop bets. Bernie was talking about it. We've got some interesting ones with some players you already mentioned. Uh, Hanford, I'm going to start with you. Okay. Big play Slay. Darius Slay to record one interception. Ooh. (laughs) Ooh. Ooh. You know what? I, 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 I... I don't. That's gonna be tough. That's gonna be tough. I, I don't yep. think that's gonna. Uh, I don't think that's gonna happen. What do you think, Bernie? Well, I'm uh, being the quarterback and stuff. I, can't yeah, I know you gotta I, go against. I love. That. I lo- no, I like both quarterbacks, right. man. Yeah. I, I don't want to root for any of these guys to uh, to throw a pick. So, you know, I heard a cool thing is, and again, maybe back to um, we were talking last week of. We want to be the winning guy that wins the game yeah. and goes to the, goes to Disney World and has that awesome memory. I don't want to see anybody have be the negative guy and, and do that. And, so, and I think where that bet is coming from because uh, obviously we know how good uh, Slay is playing. I mean, he, he's he's oh, damn yeah. good corner, and uh, and obviously when you got uh, a, a defensive line and guys that put pressure on the quarterback uh, like they put pressure on him, it's a Real, real possibility. It could happen. I, I think you could go either way on that bet, but if I was betting, I would say negative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Chris Jones versus Kelsey. What do you think about that two sack? I want to hear this. I yeah. want to hear this response. So just against anybody <laughs> taking a defensive tackle to get two two sacks in any game it, is a uh, is a big reach. Yeah. yeah. And so any anyway, statistically, that's usually challenging, but. Because I do love Ed and Donna Kelsey, okay, and Donna on the coin toss and everything. We love you. God bless you for that. There is no way in hell I'm going against your son. Here, Chris Jones, you cannot get two sacks. Jason Kelsey, you're going to eat him. All right, my man. I love it. Love you, Kelsey's. All right. How about about this one, Bernie? This one's kind of interesting. Eagles to record two-plus fourth-down conversions. We talked about Stefanski all year being aggressive, you know, running on third down with the expectation, going for it on fourth and short. What do you think about the Eagles being aggressive in the Super Bowl, going for it on fourth down twice? 
Okay, I heard it twice a different way. Going for it and or converting, converting twice. Converting. <laughs> I think it's converting. Converting. Yeah. yeah. Converting. I think it's yeah. Good. yeah, yeah. So. I, 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 I just have so much confidence right. in yeah. I, I was I was I was I was following that one. Jeez. <laughs> I'm actually listening these days. <laughs> yeah, All right. All right. Yeah. I've just again, that's a reach on any game. So I'll just I'll say nay. But you know what? I don't know because here's why I say because it is the Super Bowl and uh, this is the last game. I yep. mean, it's win or go home. And oh, only because you said convert. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. If you <laughs> said go for it, I said yes <laughs> to go for it. I mean, I'll go for it twice and screw up. <laughs> I, I, I think with uh, with Hurts at quarterback, I mean, you get a couple of those uh, fourth and one or fourth and inches, and uh, go for it. I, 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 there's no question about it. The weather depend on it. I mean, really, yeah. where the ball is. If, if there's, I think they'll go for it, and I think they'll convert at least. Two. I think both teams will convert a couple of. Uh, uh, four, uh, four downs. That's yeah. what I think. Not right. just a, to not to just Mr. Quarterback over here, yeah. here's another prop bet. Going deep, a boost on Tipico. First play of the game to be a pass. Now, if you was the Raiders, I would say <laughs> yes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I would, <laughs> look at him. Bernie, you if you're, if you're you coming Oh, no, I, I, I'm <laughs> chuckling at all my knucklehead uh, <laughs> friends who would be saying, hey, make sure the first play's a pass. Yeah, yeah. Make sure it's a pass, bro. You know, make sure you got me covered. Oh, you didn't tell me. Uh, you know? No, but I – and then people would say, like, like, so going into these big games like this, I um, yeah. and, I'm, and I had this, and I love you, Marty, so much, and some of my – Major coaches, you know, in big games, I wanted mine. I I wanted my teammate to teammates to know I was there and I was ready to play. Mm-hmm. So hell would freeze over before I'd want to hand the ball off yeah. the middle. Yeah. So okay, that yeah. rules that out. Okay, if I was a thing. <laughs> so absolutely, I would love to be making a message on my first play of the game. And Joe Burrow did it in the AFC Championship right. game. Even though Javar Chase was covered and it was too deep, he threw it. He made a message. I love doing that, so that I, I would gamble on something like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, another reach. Let's go back to the Kelseys. Travis Kelsey to score two-plus touchdowns and the Chiefs to win. Wrap that all up in one bet. Hey, well, dog, I mean, you know, I'm going with the AFC. You know, I'm sticking yeah? with the AFC. I think, uh, I, I think Mahomes is going to be – I think that ankle's not going to be a problem for him this week because the good thing is he he didn't re-injure it last week, and he's got he's had two weeks to get that thing right. Uh, Kelsey, I mean, huh, I, again, Mr. and Mrs. Kelsey, I'm going with your boys. And in this case, you're one boy. Um, I think he's going to catch uh, two touchdown passes because you know Mahomes, that's his number one target when he's anywhere down in the red zone. And I think he will catch at least two, and I also think that Kansas City Chiefs will win yes. the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm trying, as you're talking, to come up with an articulate Mr. answer. Mr. You Mr. Know? Kelsey are listening to you. Yeah, so no, that's what I'm saying. So I actually, We're that, for two. that's yeah. absolutely so. For the people to think I have some in-depth analytical knowledge, this is complete Homerville yeah. right now. And I'm actually thinking of Mr. and Mrs. Kelsey, and that since both their sons are offensive, that I'm going to pick the over yeah. 100, yeah. okay, that both teams are going to just all score every game because I want both, both offenses to do good. But you know what? 
how how Jalen Hurts handles handles the pressure of it, and how how they and Jason handles Chris Jones. If Jason Kelsey handles Chris Jones, then Jalen Hurts, I believe, will be able to get to the edge and do those RPOs that they've been so successful with. And because of the soundness of the Philadelphia group defense and stuff. I would really hope that I'm Philadelphia that I'd be keeping Patrick Mahomes in the box, in the pocket, and trying to just uh, you know keep him keep him limited like that. It gives Philadelphia a little bit of an edge to me. I don't know what the heck the odds are going to be on this one. A doink, any extra point or field goal to hit the upright or crossbar. Oh my god! <laughs> Why we can't bet that? <laughs> <laughs> it better not. Not in this game. No one better not hit the wow. crossbar. <laughs> it better all better go in. I think I'll pass on that one. <laughs> yeah, I say we pass on that one. Bernie, so we, wait, we if talk- you bet on that and it doesn't, like you just say you lose. No, but if you just say you bet and it isn't gonna hit. You I don't think they'll take it. Yeah. So this prop it it has to hit. Oh really? Yeah. So you put five bucks. That's got to be at least okay. fifty bucks. <laughs> so then, I mean, this is a little bit in the spirit of levity, as they want to be sarcastic, <laughs> humorist. As I age out and stuff, you just wasted forty-five seconds of our lives and our listeners' lives for that bullshit bet. There, don't do that, people at home. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about a real one. Over under, Bernie. We've talked about over unders throughout the year. Yeah. What What do you think? You taking the points out of it. What for Super Bowl in general? Do you think it's is it the nerves there? Is it the adrenaline rushing? Do you do you think over or under just in a Super Bowl game? Let's just put it at fifty right so now. So here's uh, forty nine and a half. Somewhere between forty nine, fifty one. It's moving around. Yeah. So this is on on paper. I love these offenses. I I love how they can score points. I love how the defense, especially the Kansas City one, actually plays man defense and gives you chances to yeah. score points too. So that typically all tends towards the overs of that. Yeah. But because this is a high one and then but the question to me uh, when you say uh, how do you think of points in the Super Bowl? Yeah, uh, there is some of the nerves and stuff, but like when I was playing there and you watch it all the time, it's not as much the nerves as this is absolutely a different routine. So this, we are creatures of habit. We go out an hour before the game. We do our stretching 56 minutes before the game, st- uh, before kickoff is. And then you have each minute is um, specifically said, and you know exactly what and where you're going to be doing f- for every game. For the Super Bowl, it's there's an extra pregame. There's a there's extra time in the locker room. There's extra commercial times. That doesn't sound like a lot, but you stand around a lot. You get stiff. You don't get into a rhythm. So offensively, you don't really just get to keep playing and stay on task, and you end up getting a little distracted and stuff. So you tend to make some more mistakes in, in, in these type games. Not because of nerves, but because you don't get into a routine or rhythm. Would, All right, last one. I would go with the over, though. You're taking the over uh, yeah, this I one? Think, you think I, it's going to be a oh, shootout? I, I think it's going to be a shootout. I, All think, right. uh, I think those guys are going to put some points on the board. You know me, Hanford. I love the overs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, last one. We got Hanford's pick. He's yeah. going AFC Super Bowl winner. Bernie, I know you needed another week. Process it all. What are you thinking? 
Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's close like that, but just for the spirit of just, uh, I love you and stuff, but <laughs> and I would either go with you on that, but I, I'm, I'm going to go with Phil, Philly, See, just to just to go with the Jason Kelsey, give him a little older brother a little love. There we go. <laughs> See, you know? he really likes uh, Philadelphia, I can tell that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he tried to make me feel good on that one. No, no, go. seriously. I mean, no, no, seriously. I mean, I want to see the Kelseys do really good. I've said it through the course of the year. That when we played, you know, you asked what we did after the the, the games. Did we go to the Super Bowl? And and um, I said no. I was actually a baby. Did not want to really watch it without the Browns really being in it. And some of the stuff that happened was I I'm I'm not overly going to lose sleep either way on the game. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's, I want to see our team do good. Our team's not in it, so. None, none of the teams I played with are in it, so I'm not really. Uh, what did you do after the Super Bowl after you won? What was that like? Um, so the Super Bowl party was uh, was it? Watch out! No, watch there, out! Yeah. Watch out! Now, be careful with that one. Yeah. Now, be careful. You know, <laughs> let's don't tell no. too much. Now, you know, I, well, you know I've been to some parties. Now. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, we, now, need, we can't tell too much. Now, you know. <laughs> It was interesting though to me the uh, these I won the national championship in '83 and the Super Bowl in '93 and it was th the two yeah. teams that didn't go to the White House. Yeah. yeah. Oh no Woo! kidding! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> so hey, you Hanford's having some flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, I was, having, I was having some flashbacks yeah. now. Uh, BK, I'm gonna ask you this one before we uh, shoot it back to um, uh, Gab. A uh, lot of uh, fans don't understand or realize how hard it is to get not only to get to the Super Bowl, but win a Super Bowl. I mean, some players they'll get there, but they never. They they think like a young player, for instance, may get there early, but then never, never, never throughout their whole career get a chance to go back again. It's really hard, isn't it? Yeah, hard. We know it better than anybody been blessed to be on both sides of that equation love being on the winning side of it and stuff and even for the team that's gonna um lose on this upcoming sunday and i know it's easy for me to say being in four afc or nfc championship yeah. games and three of the yeah. games not going the right way but just like the Bengals are not even here this week yeah. just like the 49ers aren't here this week and it was almost like, woe is me. God, the teams are terrible. God, they had great years. Those are really good football teams. People are like, man, I'd rather lose than go to these games and, 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 and be disappointed. No, you wouldn't. At least I wouldn't. I love playing playoff football. I love that we were playing late into January. Those teams played phenomenal, and it's way better than being home for Christmas. Well, you know they had. Uh, I was just with uh, Icky Woods this uh, weekend. By the way, he told me to tell you hi. And uh, that Icky shuffle, yeah, yeah, huh? No, 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 <laughs> we no, get he, in the middle, man. It, it's, so, it's so funny watching him uh, try to do that uh, Icky shuffle uh, right now. But you know they had Icky. God, I was with his teammate, my guy, yeah. Eddie, downtown Eddie <laughs> yeah, Brown. Yeah. You yes, know, down you in Miami. You know they had Icky at the uh, at the game because he was the one that was going to present the uh, trophy. To the uh, owner of the uh, of the Bengals, but I and I had to rub that one in on him. I had to rub that one in. Oh no, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, so oh, he was supposed yeah, to do he, that. You, you oh, know they had uh, uh, ex player normally right there as soon as they uh, at the championship the championship yeah. trophy to the uh, owners. 
And uh, he was the guy from Cincinnati that was going to uh, oh, wow. do it. All right, Gab, I'm sorry. Oh, no. We digress, Cal. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> apologize. <laughs> you're doing great. Uh, well, this is our last show for the NFL season. Let's do our two-minute warning, and we'll, we'll see what's coming up next for us. What do you mean, last show? What's wrong with you? <laughs> All right, Hanford, is that it? Are we, are we done for the season or what? Hell no, no we're not doing it. Have you lost your mind? Bernie and I, we're just getting started. The right big play? That's right. We're <laughs> we, going to take a quick break, yeah. and we will be back in action with some cool interviews, a whole off-season schedule to get us to... What, July, August? Yeah, and I was going to say, how can we be done? Because, uh, for instance, I was talking to uh, Ozzy, and uh, he said, well, I heard about you and uh, uh, BK's, uh, he called it Bernie BK. He said, I heard about you and BK's uh, podcast, and he said, well, goddamn, you know, y'all ain't asked me to be on the damn show. So I said, gonna, I said don't worry about it, dog. We're we, we, we going we to get you on the show. You got some of the guys, yeah, and we're going to get yeah. some of our health and wellness yeah, yeah, out yeah. there. He, yeah. he gave Kyle Richardson the okay to uh, yeah. for the uh, the health factor for us guys. But that's something, you know, we've, we've teased and talked about it a lot. It's important to all of us, and it's funny how it's a, it's a big issue out in, in our country now, so... It's something absolutely I'm fired up to talk about. Well, I have to say this. Uh, I uh, had the opportunity, and uh, I'm wearing like a kindless shirt right now, and I'm going to go. Last week, gave away two Super Bowl tickets to uh, two young ladies. They call them the vaccine queens, and, and, uh, boy, they were just phenomenal. How many people they uh, went out uh, and got uh, vaccinated during uh, 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 during covid and I'm uh, going today give away uh, two more tickets to um, Edwin's over in uh, Shaker Square because you guys know him. What he does is a lot of uh, incarcerated. Uh, uh, he Oh, he hires them yeah, for employees and stuff. Yeah, yeah that's great he, stuff. Great yeah. stuff right there. So we're going to uh, surprise him and present him yeah. with uh, two Super Bowl tickets. But uh, Pass it forward. Yeah, yeah. yeah giving it. back. Yeah. Man. So, uh, but... Uh, but I'm looking forward to uh, we keeping this thing going, and because uh, I tell you what, no, that is one of the like one of the things we've been blessed with is, and I, I use the phrase, uh, um, doing well by doing good, yeah, and being able to pass it forward to others, and that's that's absolutely some of the things with the off season is part of what I'd like to be doing with us. So we talk about the wellness of it, and then the uh, the community aspect of that, being able to incorporate not only what we've been through, but now incorporating that in with our community and with uh, some of the younger demographics has been something to, to make an influence on. Well, before we go, what were you doing in Miami? Trustee meeting oh, for the Canes, okay, you know, okay, got a little okay. uh, you health and stuff. So some of the holistic medicine that's been helping me is something that now I've talked with down there and now as a um, an environmental evangelist and community activist, as a healer yeah. in the Late third quarter, early fourth quarter of my life. Hey, I told you. Hey, uh, watch, watch out. Some of the stuff we do at the medical school down there has been very successful in my life and my uh, in my lifestyle and my health. So working on that. And that's actually some of the absolute stuff that uh, during, this, during the year now that I absolutely want to bring to some of our listeners out here. Uh, what kind of a year, what kind of team the Kane's going to have? 
coming up, you know? Uh, you get a feel for it yet, or are you just uh, waiting? <laughs> well, well they're getting ready for voluntary conditioning. The NIL world is uh, yeah. quite active and stuff. And actually, um, we are in the market for a new offensive coordinator uh-huh. down there. So we're, we're looking offensive. Speaking we're, of offensive coordinator, I'm going to think of uh, our past defensive coordinator. Gab, do you understand what happened to uh, – did you, did you breaking hear about news today. I know breaking Dave news? was breaking the news yeah. uh, uh, that we that we had Joe, Joe Woods, Woods. So end up the, with the Saints. Uh, yeah. You are up on it, Dave. Well, no, Dave broke the news earlier today. So mm-hmm. Dave, you cheat. You he told read, her. He was reading Twitter ahead of time for us. So. Uh, Joe Woods landed on like his feet. Not bad. BK, good show, baby. Good show. You matter. Go hey, Browns. You matter. Go Browns. One last thing before I run the last video. Just want to thank you guys for showing up every week. Thank you to Big Play Dave. I got to give him one more shout out. And for Ken, everybody who's made this podcast possible, we kind of threw this together in a whirlwind, and now it's blossomed into something really cool. I know a lot of our listeners really enjoy you guys. So keep it up, and I'm looking forward to the offseason. Love it. You matter. You got it.